Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Hey, how's it going? This is Matt here from Silver Fortune. So of all of the signals of an impending recession, of a coming economic downturn, perhaps the most well-known, the most respected signal out there would be an inversion of the treasury bond yield curve. And that's what happened recently, actually just as of yesterday, that happened in the treasury bond market. And I want to talk about the implications of that in this video today. But first, I want to go over real quick, what is the yield curve in the first place? And what does it mean when it inverts? So the yield curve refers to how longer dated bonds have a higher and higher interest rate, which should make sense in a normal market. A a 10-year bond should have a higher yield, higher interest rate on it than a two-year bond because the investor that's buying that bond is basically tying up their money for that period of time. And they're taking on a element of risk, whether it's, you know, the slightly unlikely default of the U.S. government or maybe more likely uh, high amounts of inflation in that time period. I mean, imagine if you bought the 10-year for like 2% and when when the yield was at 2%. Well, what if over the next 10 years, you know, the inflation's at 3 or 4%, right? There's a certain amount of risk withholding that. Plus, you're just tying up your money for a long period of time. And so naturally, the further and further you get out with these bonds, the higher and higher the yield generally is. So for example, if I, if I could give you an example, you know, a one-year bond, let's say that might be at 1%, okay? A two-year might be at 1.2%, a five-year, 1.5%, a 10-year, uh, at, at 1.8%, on and on. You guys get what I'm talking about. And when it's plotted on a chart, it looks like a curve. The further and further you get out, the higher and higher it goes. Well, what happens sometimes is that that curve can flatten out. So for example, the two-year yield might have a very similar yield to a 10-year yield. And ultimately, what can happen prior to recessions is an inversion of the yield curve. That's where a shorter dated bond actually has a higher interest rate than a longer dated bond. And that's what recently occurred in the U.S. Treasury bond market. The three-year bond as of uh, this morning, or as of yesterday at least, had a higher yield than the five-year. And this is small. We're talking one one-hundredth of a percentage point. Roughly, uh, you know, according to treasury.gov, you know, the government's website. But the trend is clear that that this yield curve, that this difference is collapsing between the three-year and the five-year. It has been for a long time, and now it's ultimately inverted. And the reason that people watch this so much is that many of the past recessions have been preceded by an inversion of the yield curve. You know, it's something that investors, uh, bond traders and whatnot, um, they, they kind of cause this phenomenon to happen because there's some fears of risk over the short term, fears of deflation over the short term. And that's why you see this inversion of this yield, this strange phenomenon happen. Now, 
you're going to see a lot of people report about this. You probably already have, whether it's it's uh, different websites, YouTube channels, etc., talking about this yield curve inverting. Now, I don't want to make more out of this than than I should. Okay, this is the difference between the three and the five here. When you know, if you went out and asked uh, a given analyst in the bond market or or somebody, um, and you asked him, you know, what's kind of the most important, like like it. What's the most important yield curve, uh, the most important difference between one uh, date to another date? Um, they would probably give you an answer like the two and the 10, the two year and the 10 year, or maybe like the five year and the 30 year. But you know, the three and the five is not something you hear talked about a whole lot. Not to say it's not important. And and it is kind of interesting that it is this one of all of the uh, uh, curves that's the, kind of the first to invert. But it's not kind of the be all end all like, well, this inverted as of yesterday. The sky is falling. We can't quite confirm that yet, but this is important. I mean, this is the first time this has happened since, uh, well, I think in over 10 years in the U.S. Treasury bond market. And if this trend continues, if we continue to see this um, phenomenon happen between the three-year and the five-year, and if we see this also happen with the two and the 10 or the five and the 30, then I think it's pretty good confirmation that recession is right around the corner. Good confirmation by the bond market. Now, many of us have been predicting for it for, for quite some time now. I've been saying for a while now that, hey, you can't just unwind the, the, the Federal Reserve balance sheet. You can't just uh, raise interest rates and, and expect the, the economy just to be chugging along. You can't cause massive disruption with things like a trade war and, and just expect everything to be just dandy afterwards. You can't expect an economic recovery to to continue forever just kind of question of when is it going to happen and i think this yield curve inversion um to some extent might give us a hint that hey it's closer than what many economists now are expecting now the other thing that you will see out there is people saying that hey in the past a yield curve inversion has preceded a recession by x amount of time i don't know the exact time frame a year six months 18 months two years and so what they'll say is you know what the stock market's fine we got time, like we, we don't need to worry about this. But the other important piece of information here that you need to know is that the bond market today is far less natural of a market than it has been prior to past recessions. What do I mean by that? Yeah, in the past, you had things like retail traders, you had hedge funds, pension funds, retirement funds, investment funds, all those, you know, buying bonds. You also had foreign governments, whether it's the Chinese, the Japanese, uh, and, and many other foreign governments buying U.S. bonds. But what you didn't have back then at such a large scale was the Federal Reserve buying bonds. Well, you know, obviously as of QE, they had those bonds. They bought those bonds as a part of QE, along with mortgage-backed securities, and they continue to hold a massive amount of bonds on their balance sheet, which means that they have the power to effectively manipulate the bond market. And I, as well as I think many others, have, have wondered how much of an effect has the Federal Reserve had on the yield curve. I think if you did some research into things like Operation Twist, as well as their current unwinding of the balance sheet, you know, I think that there are a lot of questions that still have to be answered by the Fed. And you know, I think the big takeaway of what I'm talking about right here, this, this, this invisible hand or, or maybe very visible hand of the Federal Reserve in the bond market, is that... Maybe this yield curve is inverting 
later than it normally would. You know, maybe usually it inverts two years before the recession, a year before, whatever. Well, maybe it's inverting late because of the actions of the Federal Reserve. Maybe market analysts aren't getting a good signal from the bond market right now because of this ongoing manipulation. And so today we're learning news of of this yield curve inversion. And hey, maybe this time around, it's happening six months later than it would have in the past or a year later than it would have in the past. And so maybe this recession is literally you know, right around the corner, right? Quarter four of 2018, that could be the beginning of it. You, you never know. Um, but this is something to stay, stay uh, uh, um, up to date on, the yield curve and, and the treasury bond markets as a whole. Um, I hope you found this video in, uh, educational talking about exactly how the yield curve works as well as kind of what's important and what's not. Federal Reserve uh, involvement in these markets. Um, and I hope that you, more importantly, take these types of things to heart. You know, whether you go out and buy precious metals, get out of the stock market, or at least reduce your exposure, whatever you do as far as investment, that's your own decision. I'm not going to give you advice on that. This is just my own analysis, my own commentary. Don't take it as anything else. But I hope nothing else this helps in mentally preparing you. Because I personally think that the data shows us that we're going to have some rough times ahead. There will be a price to pay, an economic price to pay for uh, years of money printing, years of maybe some of the lowest interest rates in human history, certainly in, in the last thousand years in the Western world. A price to pay for for a out-of-control national debt, an out-of-control consumer debt. It's a fact of the matter. Our lifestyle, our standard of living, our portfolios, they're going to take a hit. And I hope you take this to heart and that you're not surprised in that day. Regardless of where you are positioned financially, I hope that mentally you take it in stride. That you don't take it as hard as so many other people will because I think it's going to be devastating for a lot of people, whether they are are baby boomers, uh, Gen Xers, um, even uh, millennials about to enter the workforce. Uh, There's going to be a lot of people taking it very difficult. I hope that if nothing else... I, as well as so many other people here on YouTube and on the internet, can help mentally prepare you for what I think will be a coming storm. So thank you. If you enjoy my work, the number one thing that you can do to support me, you've already done, and that is watch this video, or maybe it's more accurately like a podcast. But thank you for that. Um, Other than that, liking, commenting, subscribing, those things help me out a ton. And of course, I also have a link to my Patreon down in the description so you can help me out through that as well. But as always, thank you guys from the bottom of my heart for watching this video and God bless.